Buenos dias, Lampardado. This is the Rorschach Spain update from Thursday, the 5th of August, 2021. show will be around 10 minutes of the big stuff going on in Spain. Starting with some science-related news, the Irsi Kasha AIDS Research Institute is currently conducting transnational research in immunology and aging, or TRIA, and has yielded interesting results. Elderly citizens over the age of 65 who received both doses of the vaccine and also overcame COVID-19 last year appear to have higher antibody levels than those who have just received two doses but have never been infected with the virus. Martha Masanella, the project's lead researcher, said older people responded differently to vaccines or infections as their immune systems age and the cells that are supposed to protect them become less effective. The results of the study are the first step in understanding the extent to which the elderly are protected and emphasize the importance of continuing to monitor their immune response as they may need additional doses. Some countries, such as Israel, are already administering third dose of the vaccine to those over 60 years of age. While on the subject, this Tuesday, the 3rd of August, Governing Council of Andalusia submitted a request to the Supreme Court to implement a new COVID-19 restriction in the region. If approved, people in the southern Spanish region of Andalusia will need to present proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test to enter nightclubs. The decision would not affect bars and restaurants open during the day. New requirement is proving controversial among nightclub owners, but also for legal reasons. The owners of such establishments claim that the new rule alone would not be a big issue if the government had allowed them to keep clubs open after 2 a.m. Still, since this is not the case, the additional restrictions would make their work even more difficult. The average loss of profit per venue was between 250 and 400,000 euros last year. Last week, the health minister Carolina Darias questioned the legality of such restrictions since the EU digital certificate was made for travel across European borders and not for other uses. On Tuesday, the 3rd of August, the Ministry of Education Vocational Training, or MEFP, opened applications for scholarships for the academic year 2021-2022 for both general scholarship and those for specific needs of educational support, or NEAA. Scholarship budget for this year will be more than 2 billion euros. More than 800,000 students will benefit. Applications will remain open until the 30th of September for non-university students and 14th of October for university students. To see all the necessary conditions for receiving scholarship, check the link in the show notes. Ministry of Labor and Social Economy published on Tuesday, the 3rd of August, its report on the country's unemployment status. According to the report, the number of registered unemployed fell by almost 200,000 compared to June. This was the most significant monthly decline in Spain in unemployment since records have been kept. The current number of registered unemployed people is 3.4 million. On Monday, the 2nd of August, the government of Catalonia and the Ministry of Transport, Mobility and Urban Agenda have agreed to expand Barcelona's El Prat Airport. The 1.7 billion euro investment will be used to expand runway, increase the airport's capacity to about 70 million passengers per year and create 80,000 new jobs. AENA, the the Spanish state-owned company that manages all its airports, has to approve the project by this September. After six years of legal proceedings, 18 paintings, five photographs, four sculptures, and 185 collectible fountain pens will finally return from Switzerland to Spain. The items were seized as part of Apuración Púnica, a police operation investigating a corruption scheme started in 2014 led to the arrest of 51 politicians, counselors, civil servants, and business people, one of whom was Madrid's former regional People's Party leader, Francisco Granados. 
By order of Judge Garcia Castellon, the works of art will be transferred to the Office of Recovery and Management of Assets, where they will be certified and put up for auction. The Spanish Organization of Consumers and Users, or OCU, warns all tourists of possible scams regarding holiday property rentals, posting ads for non-existent properties or displaying photographs that do not match the real condition of the property are just some of the common tricks scammers use to deceive their targets. If you or someone you know has fallen for a con like this, you can report it to the police, the Guardia Civil Cybersecurity Department, or directly to the OCU. Be sure to take photographs and gather any possible evidence that can help to prove your case. To see a complete list of OCU suggestions to help you minimize the possibility of being scammed, visit the web portal in the Olive Press. Links in our show notes. After American gymnast Simone Biles withdrew from some Olympic competitions in Tokyo in part connected with mental health, the trend continues. Maria Isabel, the famous Spanish singer and former winner the Junior Eurovision Song Contest has decided to leave the music industry for good. According to her Instagram post, she is retiring from music to focus on her mental health. Singer said she suffered from anxiety and wants to spend time meditating and working on herself. You suffer from anxiety. Are there any other mental health issues of concern to you? The Spanish Mental Health Confederation can assist you and recommend a program or professional suits your needs. Links in our show notes. Last week, UNESCO welcomed Madrid's famous Retiro Park and Paseo de Prado into its World Heritage List. This is the first time that a Spanish capital received this prestigious recognition. The decision brings a total number of World Heritage Sites in Spain to 49, the third highest in the world after Italy and China. A study published by the University of Bordeaux, France, on Monday, the 2nd of August, confirms that the art painted on stalagmites inside the Spanish caves in Ardales was, in fact, made by Neanderthals. The dating suggested the art was at least 64,800 years old, made when modern humans did not inhabit the continent, although scientists first believed the marking was a natural process created by iron oxide flow. A new analysis revealed the composition and placement of the pigments was applied through splattering and blowing. They also found that the pigments were applied at different points in time, separated by more than 10,000 years. This supports the hypothesis that the Neanderthals came over several thousand years to mark the cave with pigments on several occasions. Since most of the party scene in Ibiza is closed due to COVID-19, many people have come up with the idea of holding private illegal parties. Such ventures have prompted Ibiza police to be creative in catching rule breakers. Their new initiative is to recruit foreigners aged 30 to 40 who will go to these underground parties and help them catch everyone who attends. Organizers of such parties could face fines of up to 600,000 euros. The island currently has over 1,800 cases of COVID-19 per 100,000 inhabitants. San Lucar de Barrameda, a city in Cadiz region, started their annual horse race on the beach on Tuesday the 3rd of August. The races are held in two cycles from the 3rd until the 6th of August, and from the 18th until the 20th of August, kicking off every night at sunset. Tickets are available for purchase only at the ticket office. Fun factoid for the end of this week's episode is about olive oil. Spain produces almost 44% of the world's olive oil supply. Largest production region is sunny Andalusia. Italy, the country most commonly associated with olive oil, actually imports most of its olive oil from, you guessed it, Spain. Recent study by the University of Granada shows that frying vegetables in extra virgin olive oil is healthier than boiling them. 
No wonder olive oil is Spain's liquid gold. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the show and your favorite podcast listening app. Get weekly updates about the big stuff going down in Spain. If you want to share any news or events with us, let us know. Maybe put it on the show. Podcast at Rorschach.com is our email. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.